Welcome to Everyday Sublime, shedding light on yin yoga and meditation. I'm your host, Josh Summers. I'm a yin yoga and meditation teacher and trainer. I'm also a licensed acupuncturist. This podcast is intended to be an in-depth exploration of the intersections between yin yoga, Chinese medicine, and meditation. In this episode, I want to introduce you to the first of four aspects of a yin approach to meditation, namely relaxing the mind. Here, I'll discuss how relaxation of the mind functions as the keystone of a yin approach to meditation. I'll also explore how meditation instructions function like filters, exploring specifically how yang and yin meditation instructions filter your experience, and how a yin approach to meditation might just be the best antidote for any kind of tension in your meditation practice. So let's get started. practice yin yoga, the first part of the practice is to bring your body into a posture and play the edge of appropriate sensation within that posture. The second part of practicing yin yoga is to relax the muscles in the targeted area. And the third component is to stay relatively still for longer periods of time. Now these same principles apply to a yin approach to meditation, but I'm going to change the order in which we look at them. Rather than beginning with posture and edge, and then moving on to relaxation and stillness for time, I will start with the theme of relaxing the mind because I think it speaks most directly to the essence of a yin approach to meditation. These reflections are intended to offer an introduction to this approach that is in many ways analogous to the physical practice of yin yoga. And from the very beginning, I wish to fully acknowledge and honor the work of my teacher, Jason Siff, who teaches a form of yin meditation that he calls recollective awareness meditation. Although there are inevitable similarities with his approach to meditation, I will be attempting to adapt elements of his style and incorporate them with yin and yang theory in order to present a yin approach to meditation that I think really complements the practice of yin yoga itself. So in a yin approach to meditation, the main emphasis is to develop a relaxed and receptive attitude towards the experiences you have while you're meditating. In other words, you're not trying to control or overly manage your experience. You're really developing gentleness and tolerance to yourself and to the variety of experiences you have while meditating. To this point, my teacher, Jason Siff, sometimes defines meditation as this. He says, meditation is what happens or what you experience when you act upon the intention to meditate. In other words, whatever happens while you attempt to meditate, that's the meditation. And this, on the surface, may look contrary to what people think meditation is supposed to be. Often we think of the images of a tranquil Buddha sitting in lotus, or we see pictures of beautiful models in the lotus posture on magazine covers, all suggesting that meditation involves getting into a state of sublime peace, not letting annoyances, worries, or fears preoccupy yourself during your meditation practice. But if the intention of meditation practice is to develop greater receptivity, that is greater receptivity itself as a yin quality of being, then this priority in your practice might mean allowing many things into your meditation 
that are frequently kept out. These things might be challenging and normally kept at bay. So one way I like to think about the difference between a yin approach and a yang approach to meditation is through the use of a metaphor. In this case, the metaphor of a filter. A filter lets certain things pass through it while blocking the passage of other things. Meditation instructions similarly function like filters. The meditation instruction lets some things into your experience while keeping other things out of your experience. Now with yang meditation, let's say you're following the instructions to focus on your breath. In this scenario, sensations associated with the breath are allowed into your experience. But anything other than the breath, such as sensations in the body, or thoughts, or feelings, or emotions, these tend to get filtered out. For example, when you recognize yourself thinking, or hearing sounds, or listening to a dog bark, the instructions tell you to notice that experience and gently turn your attention back to the breath. And by following these instructions, your attention filters out non-breath phenomena from your meditation. Generally speaking, in a yang approach to meditation, the meditation instructions filter out and exclude certain things from happening. The instructions try to prevent you from getting lost in thought, or from falling asleep, or from feeling confused. Here, the yang filter inclines your mind to select and attend to only certain meditatively sanctioned experiences, usually the breath or mantra. But remember, a yang approach to meditation will strengthen your ability to direct and control your focus. So this makes sense that in a yang approach, certain aspects of your experience are going to get filtered out. Now, in contrast to the exclusive filter of a yang approach to meditation, with a yin approach, your intention is to be gently receptive towards all of your experience. Here, the filter setting is inclusive rather than being exclusive. Theoretically, nothing is filtered out of a yin approach to meditation. Both the sacred and profane are allowed into your mind during your meditation practice. That said, as we'll see in the next lesson, called Playing One's Mental Edge, you will have choices in terms of what you do with your experience. Sometimes it will make sense to stay with a topic that has come up into your meditation, and sometimes it will be wise to move away from that, turning your attention to something else. The general idea, though, is to let things go on within your meditation. And by letting a more natural range of experiences into your meditation, you really set the stage for learning how to develop more skills in relating to those very experiences. For a moment, think of a football team that might only practice during dry weather conditions when the temperature is in the mid-70s. How will that team fare if they play during rain or sleet or just above freezing? Likely not too well. So a good coach, in order to prepare his or her team, will make sure they practice in all kinds of weather. And the same is true, or the same could be said, for how we train our minds. Rather than privileging and trying to create ideal weather patterns of calm and stillness in our meditation, we can actually privilege yin qualities of receptivity and tolerance towards the entirety of our authentic experience. Practicing meditation with the intention to be gently receptive to your inner experience is just one aspect of a yin approach to meditation. Another aspect is the intention to relax within the process. In many ways, relaxation and receptivity go hand in hand. The more we relax, the easier it becomes to be receptive. And the more receptive we are to what's happening in our meditation, the more we can relax as well. 
I frequently encounter people who are not very satisfied or fulfilled by their meditation practice. For them, meditation practice is a struggle or an exercise in frustration. Often their experience of meditation is shaped by the metrics of success from a yang approach. In other words, they are trying to create specific states such as calm and focus, and everything that happens outside of calm and focus is either viewed as an obstacle to be overcome or seen as a mistake, or it's simply a sign of failure. In this division between what's okay to experience in meditation and what's actually happening during your meditation, this can lead to a creation of tension. And again, as my teacher Jason Siff has said, meditation for many is the tension between the meditation instructions and what a meditator's mind is actually doing. Relaxation then might be a really good antidote to this self-generated tension. By relaxing again and again, your mind's yang habit, by relaxing again and again, your mind's yang habit of trying to control experience will gradually loosen and you will then be in a better position to be receptive towards and affected by the conditions of your experience. Think back again to one of the basic premises of yin yoga, relaxing your muscles. We relax the muscles so that the other layers of our body, namely our denser connective tissues, can be stressed and strengthened. And so too in a yin approach to meditation, we relax our mind, that is, we relax the mind's agenda to control, and we do this in order to develop and strengthen greater receptivity and tolerance to whatever arises. But relaxation and receptivity are just the beginning of the yin approach to meditation. Just like in yin yoga, we learn to play our physical edges. In yin meditation, we can learn to play our mental edges too. I'll stop there for now. And in the next episode of Everyday Sublime, I'll look at the second aspect of a yin approach to meditation. That is playing your edge, both physically and mentally. If you'd like to follow along with Everyday Sublime, please subscribe in iTunes. I left a link for you in the show notes, or you can subscribe directly on my site at joshsummers.net forward slash subscribe. If you're interested in training or studying with me, please check out www.yinyogaschool.com. That's yinyogaschool.com. Thanks so much for listening today, and I'll see you in the next episode.